3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. No Brady Quinn, but in honor of BQ, it is still a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. And we are going to get into the latest on Deshaun Watson. Uh, was there some negotiating on a punishment? We'll talk about that. Was there some shenanigans at the top of the NBA draft? We will have that discussion for you here. Somebody has a bold prediction for their second year in the NFL. A major decision in the world of college football. We've also got the scraps. We've got over-unders. We've got in case you missed it. And we've got you. It's all coming up next here on a Friday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Yeah, and we got some shenanigans to start things off. Uh, Somebody in cahoots with somebody else in the world of sports. We'll get into all that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. No Brady Quinn. He will be back with us again coming up on Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, but it'll be Sticks and I taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find Find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Uh, Sticks, how are we feeling here on a Friday?
1: I'm feeling real smooth, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm feeling real smooth. How smooth? Like real smooth. Mm. Almost like the
3: Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor, which brings noticeably <laughs> yeah. smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. How about that? We're getting this thing. I'm man. feeling
1: real lubricated. <laughs> careful. With my strip. Oh, I'm yeah,
3: sorry. Yeah, you got to be careful there. But, uh, you know, okay. a, a lot of people think that, um, you know, even though uh, Brady is out, that we're just going to ignore what day of the week it is. Uh, and, and they're probably thinking, you know, as you look at the uh, the calendar and you see that it's June going into July and there's no real NFL coming up uh, anytime soon. We're all kind of waiting and we might have uh, you know f- more information later on in the show about Deshaun Watson and whether or not he's going to be suspended and what that's going to look like. So people are thinking, oh, does that mean you guys aren't going to do what we think you normally
1: do here? No, I, I mean, I, I didn't think we were going to do without you. It's a football Friday at yeah, It is go, a football
3: Friday, on, and in the on. honor of Friday, Brady Quinn, Friday, who is not here, Friday. little football Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Football yeah, Friday. yeah. Spinning. It. It. Yeah. Touchdown. <laughs> Touchdown. So it is. Yeah. It is a football Friday here uh, on Fox Sports Radio as tradition. Uh, every single uh, Friday is we close up the week here. Uh, and so, of course, it would be only appropriate to open up a football Friday uh, with the NBA draft. Uh, so let's uh-huh. uh, let's get right into it here. Um Congratulations to Paulo Bancaro, who is the number one pick uh, of the Orlando Magic. Um, you know, life changing moment. I know, Lavar, you've been there. Uh, you've uh, you've been drafted high before. Uh, so ages,
1: you, uh, ages ago.
3: Yeah, but this is uh, kind of a cool moment that ninety nine point nine percent of us will never ever truly understand. But you're one of the guys who who actually gets it. One of the guys who knows what the moment. Oh, like. It's
1: pretty cool, man. It's a it's a dream. Uh, recognized you worked so hard for so long so you know when you're you're sitting there and you're waiting for you're waiting for them to call your name it's it just it's a it's a pretty surreal moment you know i I thought about all the emotions that would possibly take place when if they called my name during the draft and you just you just don't know you just don't know how you're going to feel in that moment. I thought that I'd be overwhelmed with emotion, probably would start crying all over the place um, out of joy and happiness. And then when they called my name, it just was like there was like a sense of let's go. Like it, it turned into like a real intense feeling. Like I was like almost like I was ready to play. Like it put me in like a game playing mode when they called my name. So when I was walking to the stage to go meet Roger, uh, uh Paul Tagliabu, it was, it was like I was literally walking out into the arena to go perform. So anyways, you know, congratulations to all the guys that got got drafted that, that were able to um, realize that dream. But, you know, the one thing that you do realize in those moments, Jonas, is that, it, it's very short lived because because now you really have to take on the weight and the understanding of you you've become that investable for for a company and there's with with that investment comes a whole lot of pressure. Yeah.
3: And and, yeah. and it's also uh, and you realize, God, if I don't deliver, I'm going to be viewed at you know be on one of those top ten uh, guy, you know, qu- the word I hate the most, bust list, Bus, or yeah, yeah, like that whole that whole thing, and then the narrative's going to be written about you for the rest of your. And, and I think a lot of those guys carry that with them the rest of their lives. I mean, look, Sam Bowie was a great player in college, but the fact that he was taken ahead of Michael Jordan, and then you saw what happened. It just it, he he's got to carry that with him forever. Like that that's never going to leave him. He, he's always going to be viewed at as as the guy who who went you know uh, before Michael Jordan uh, in Portland was criticized for it, and so you just you think about all of that, and that's why you know when when you think about the pressure and how much is going on, I I could totally understand why that there would be so much on. But the line that's
1: for also everybody. that's also a badge of honor, though. I think once you get done playing the game, and you realize the the magnitude of being good enough to to be drafted where you're drafted at I mean I was in the same draft class as Tom Brady you know so there are a lot of guys that went before Tom Brady in that draft that have to live with that you know that they were taken before Tom Brady but the reality of it is is that in that moment, at that moment, everybody that went in front of Tom Brady was considered to be better than Tom Brady for the team that took, you know, that that player. Yeah. So for me, I, I carry it as a distinction of, you know what, like at that point in time, it, it is what it is. It was what it was. I don't, I don't look at it as uh, like, you know, I didn't have the type of career anywhere near some of the guys that I was in the draft with that went after me. But at that moment in time, I was the highest rated player in that draft class. And that's a distinction that for good or for bad, that still is what it is. That still exists. So you just take it at face value.
3: And also, it's it's about where you get drafted. And I know that people kind of throw that out there. And I feel like everybody knows that, but they forget about it when you know something comes up about a player who doesn't deliver early on in their career. And it's like, uh, oh, my God, uh, you know, what an awful pick. It's like, OK, we we know maybe it's not the pick. Maybe it's not the player. Maybe it's the situation. And so, like, you you look at, like, players that are that are deemed as, uh, you know, wow, they weren't successful or they were bust. Like, I, I just don't think it's a black and white conversation. I think there's more to it. Uh, you know, situation dictates everything. And who the hell knows if Tom Brady goes and gets drafted in, in the first round to another organization probably. Probably doesn't have the same storyline and the same career that he had. Like it just—it's all about where you go and where you end up, and I think that plays into it. And it's—it's it's like people know that they acknowledge it, but then when the discussion comes about the player not delivering, we don't really want to look at that. We just want to look at you know that player singularly and say, well, you know, they just—they weren't what they were drafted to be, and uh, and and things didn't work out for them, and that's on them. It's like, come on, man. I mean,
1: uh, go there's through the a lot of, of hypotheticals. Sports. And, and, and I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good perspective. It's a, it's a good take, but it, it, it is really just all about perspectives, right? I mean, if you think about it, there's the Barry Sanders of the world, you know, they yeah. didn't have anything, but yet is considered one of the greatest of, of all time and was wildly, you know, productive they they there. There really, you gotta look at it as there's really no excuse when talking about being on the pursuit of greatness. Sometimes it happens in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. You know, but you take on the you take on the challenge of it and things happen, right? Injuries happen, coaching changes happen, you know, better coaching from other teams happen. You know, better players against you on other teams happen. I mean, there's just a lot of different factors that play into why players don't have the type of success that they might have been looked at to have during the course of well, when they got drafted. So I don't I don't ever look at, you know, my career. I, I certainly did not have anywhere near the type of career that I would have liked to have had in the, in the pro level while it was productive. It wasn't as productive as I'd like, even if we weren't winning, you know, I would have liked to have, have achieved that, achieved more and, and meaning achieved more for longer. Like my trajectory was good. And then it it dropped off of a cliff, right? Like it was like my rookie year, it was like, ah, it was all right. And then my second year, I, I, became one of the top defensive players you know in the in the game and that that was for a three year period of time I just needed to keep going and I and I wasn't you know for one reason or another I wasn't able to continue on on that trajectory but I don't make any excuses about it I don't don't believe I had a hall of fame I know I didn't have a hall of fame NFL career and that's something that you have to live with. That's probably the toughest thing to live with is when you're, you're so good at every level, you know, coming out of high school, I was the highest rated player coming out of high school, you know, won the parade all American player of the year award, you know, the downtown Bobby Dodd award, you know, when you're talking about like being, being decorated, I was pretty decorated coming out of high school. I was pretty decorated coming out of college and, at one point in time, I was pretty decorated as as a pro player, but you just know when you get drafted, your your opportunity is to play a professional game, get paid a king's ransom oh, for for a game that children play, and you live pretty good. And, and if you're able to put those things in perspective, like those guys that just got drafted for the NBA, it's even it's even more intense because. You're talking about what is it? 60 draft picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that is that is just dumb, stupid, ridiculous to think that you could be one of 60 people. Oh, it's awesome in the world, not not just America. In the world, you're you're 60 of the best of of that sport at this point in time. So, I think you just take it in. And you take it at face value, but I think you ultimately, you know, you embrace the fact that you're going to have to work and you're going to have to work at a level where it's almost like an obsession for the sport in order to live up to the expectation that comes with being drafted so high. It's almost like you have to give up really like almost everything having a life like it's crazy. I was talking to, to Greg Lloyd. I interviewed Greg Lloyd yesterday. I saw Man, that. He's my, yeah, he's my favorite football player of all time. Like that was who I patterned my my game after. That's I, I admire him so much. And just listening to the way he trained. I thought I trained hard. Like I really did. I thought that I did a lot of things. Like I trained two or three times a day. I would get up. I would, I would run. I would do fundamentals like midday. I would do weightlifting. Um, and I was listening to the things that he did when but, he was preparing. Can
3: I just say, and I'm sorry to interrupt. He looks yeah, fantastic. On.
1: Yes, he does.
3: I mean, that it, like he yes, looks he like does. he he walk into any room and beat somebody's ass today.
1: Like you got to hear the interview, man. Oh my god, it's one of the most intense. It's the best interview <laughs> I've ever done in my life. I'm still riding. I'm still flying on a, a real high right now because that's like a bucket list thing was to to interview all of all of the linebackers from that ninety four Steelers team. Unfortunately, you know, I can't because Kevin Green isn't here, but I did get an opportunity to interview um Chad Brown, Levon Kirkland, and now I had the opportunity to talk to uh t- to Greg Lloyd. I mean it was just amazing. They man. were so good, man. Yeah. What a crew. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. what a crew um yeah.
3: and so where can people find the interviews that are it's already up correct i think you yeah. guys uh, yeah. sent a little preview there yeah. up yeah. on game
1: yeah. yeah go to the up on game feed you know check it out i mean it, it's up on game presents but i'll tell you what amazing it was i mean he kept it all the way real and you'll be shocked to hear that the defensive mvp he did some stuff that that G. Lloyd was like, he was not, he was not fond of. So you'll, you'll want to hear about it.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's going to play well in Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, that'll, well, that'll go over
1: well. If there's someone, if there's someone <laughs> who could can say it, that, it's Greg Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, and when you hear the story of why he wasn't too fond of it, you'll, you'll be like, wow. Like you wouldn't believe that, that TJ Watt would have did what he did. But it's interesting. You got to go check it out. That's awesome.
3: Uh, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. We've got the usuals, another edition of In Case You Missed It later this hour. Uh, we've also got some over-unders. We've got the scraps in place of the BQ News with Brady Quinn out. All of it is yours. Uh, some three hours of shenanigans, some grab-ass, the usuals here, and it's all brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth dollar shave club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores all right it's coming up next somebody is full of crap i smell bs i think there's shenanigans i think there's uh things taking place that somebody needs to be called out on we'll get into that for you right here on fsr
1: Oh, what? Uh, you know. That means you me on the just, dance floor, baby. Just, uh. Come on. You know who's singing this song?
3: I don't know, but Berto's at it again with the TVs.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, Bertos. Oh, man, oh, man. What you watching, It's
3: Thelma and Louise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, you can go ahead and, uh. Do the math yeah, on that yeah, uh, yeah, I got as to, I got uh, to what led to the uh, them running from the law. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> man, oh, man. Uh, dude, it's just jarring when, you know, you're not expecting it at, you know, Twenty minutes after three in the morning on a Friday in June. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's well,
1: like you should always lot. expect the unexpected with Berto. <laughs> that
3: is true. We had yeah. a we had a bat in studio. Who am yeah. I kidding here earlier in the week? Um, I mean,
1: you gotta that that I hope people go and listen to it if they didn't hear that segment. That is some of the most epic, unscripted radio off the cuff radio. It was funny as hell. Yeah, that, I listened to it at least three times, man.
3: Because we don't know what the hell we're doing, and then you know, it it's early in the morning. You know, you're just coming to your senses. Uh, you know, you're trying to gather yourself. You're doing a radio show. There's you know a lot of moving pieces, and then all of a sudden, a bat starts flying around the inside of a radio studio. Like, you, 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 <laughs> did, you, did, you did radio for a long time in D.C. I've done radio at other places. I can assure you, a bat has never flown into the studio while we've been on the air.
1: I've, I've never seen a bat. <laughs> like, I gotta admit, I've like, never seen a bat.
3: What was the weirdest thing, uh, by the way, uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. What's the w- weirdest thing uh, you've ever dealt with in a radio station? Because I have one.
1: An right. earthquake while I was on the uh, potty I was on the squatty potty and the earthquake happened. (laughs) I I was so, I was so vulnerable. I I realized (laughs) in that moment, that is the most vulnerable position a person can be in. (laughs) Hold on a second. Was this in DC? Yes. They had an earthquake in DC, bro. I was on the second floor and of all places to be, you know how, like when you're in those movies and they're like, Oh, they're so dumb just run. You would have made it out of the, you would have made it out of the building if you would have just ran, right? No, I would have been dead. I would have been dead. If that building came down, I would have been dead and gone. And the way they would have found me would have been so embarrassing. Okay. What year was this? I don't remember. Oh, I mean, you, it would have been like two two thousand ten.
3: All right, so here's what we need to do. Can we, uh, as Southern California, you know, uh, residents here, people that have been here, born and raised in Southern California, we need to investigate how big this earthquake was that Lavar freaked out about. It on the, shook
1: the building. It was. Bro. It was
3: like a. I think it was like a four or a five. And for DC, that's pretty big. A four, Our, a four or five in LA is like yeah. a mouse fart. I was, uh, I was while well, I was working in radio here, but the, I was working with a doctor. He was in DC, and he was freaking the heck out. And he's, oh, really? But he's from he's from Peru, so he's like, I'm in DC, but there's a freaking earthquake. He was freaking <laughs> oh. out, like on. Uh, he's like, why? is like, there's an earthquake in DC. He was like freaking out. Well, in Peru, well, they got eight to nine. Yeah, nines. exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, but I remember exactly when that happened. Uh, not even just the quakes. Thank you. Um, by yeah. the way, uh so uh,
1: you are stupid. So, I saw what you did right there. Uh, and you're probably 100 percent. Absolutely. Yes. You know what I, I shop in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let, I let's know go, what you're like.
3: Let's go live to our I have an update on the earthquake that made LeVar craft down the side of his leg in D.C. on the second floor of a radio station
4: inside insider lead to laugh at the latest. Lead. Only so many earthquakes you could find on the East Coast. I see a three point six in twenty ten. Um that was likely it or unless it That's was it. this 5.8 in 2011. Uh, now nah, that 5.8 is real but
1: Yeah, that 2011. It no. shook the building, guys. Like no no joke. No, like man. what I'm trying to tell you is I was sitting on the porcelain god, man. <laughs> I'm sitting on the porcelain god. It's not about it going down my leg. It's about it's going down for real and I was sitting there. I'm thinking that it was like a water main rupture or something like that. I'm like, man, in my mind, I'm like making a joke out of it at first. Like, ah, man, the water's going to shoot up, make me hit the ceiling of this, this, this bathroom. But then I realized like, this is something's wrong. Like the building is moving. (laughs) And, and, and it was in that moment where I said, and I said, I will never make fun of a girl Tripping and falling in a horror flick ever again. I'll never do it to a dude. I'll never do it to anybody because if I was watching that scene on the movie, I would have been judging what I did. I could not bring myself to moving. Like I could not. The embarrassment that I would have had to live with to save my own life, I would have had to have jumped up mid flight and started running out of that building. To make it out alive if that building started to come down.
3: So, when you see the movie Lethal Weapon and Danny Glover's on the toilet and yeah. he's got, like, you can relate to that. I can. Yeah.
1: I, 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 I can. Uh,
3: now, did you, uh, this important question, did you wipe? Did you clean up after yourself or were you too traumatized that you just said, screw it, I'll buy new underwear? <laughs>
1: No, nah, I was already down. So it wasn't like my, my underwear was in danger of anything. I was already, I was vulnerable. Yeah, I That's mean, what I'm trying to say. Like, so, did you, nah, did you finish up. up? Okay. Yeah, I wiped up. I mean, I mean listen- it, it was over. <laughs> Look at yeah. I uh, still yeah. had to vacate the building, you know, and everybody had to go down into a different structure, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I I had to finish.
3: Yeah, that that's more uh, that's more traumatizing than my story. Uh, I I remember uh, the radio station in South Carolina I was at. Um, it was a cluster, and in radio they call a cluster where you got a sports station in there. There was a you know an R and B station, a pop yeah. station, same. a news same. station, like yep. so it was all in the same building. And so you mingle with some of the R and B guys, or you mingle with some of the and and it's fun because it's a fun atmosphere because they all want to talk sports and you want to talk music. We're just a long ab- way from that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's not even yeah. uh, not even close. Um and so we I was in there on a Monday and the computer system was all screwed up. It was a Monday morning, they're bright and early co-hosting the show with my guy uh Tony D, Tony Deziri, and I I tell him I'm like, "Hey, we got an issue here." What ended up happening was during one of the weekend shows, one of the guys who was doing some post-production work brought his kids in and one of his kids downloaded porn on the computer in the radio station and they got oh, a wow. they got a virus and it was in every single computer in the entire station cuz they were all oh, on the same network wow. so i'm trying to record an update covering south carolina game you know what football and literally, there is full-fledged porn in my face for the entire three uh-huh. hours, and uh-huh. I couldn't do anything uh-huh. about it. I couldn't shut it down. Uh-huh. I didn't have access. It was too early to call uh, the guy who handled the IT guy who handles uh-huh. any of the technical stuff. Uh-huh. So we had to sit there uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. look at what appeared to be open mic night.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, no. it was, not open mic night! I swear night. to God, it was. Uh-huh. I, I. You can't get a microphone. <laughs> You can get a microphone. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Everybody gets a microphone. Just like, it was
3: like on a loop, a uh, turnstile after turnstile after turn. And I'm, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And we're trying to keep a straight face. We're interviewing people. We're doing uh, like serious topics. And the whole th- time it was going on, but you know, not not as dangerous as uh, you know sitting on the toilet during an earthquake. I didn't know that story. That's that's phenomenal. That's a great story to tell.
1: It was very scary.
3: And and uh, you were so traumatized by earthquakes, you moved out to Southern California. To do radio. That's and, a, There and, you go. And have gone through plenty of earthquakes since. <laughs> You're a veteran now. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by Discover with prices soaring at the pump. Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target. Now through June, on to $1,500 in purchases. When you activate, learn more at slash rewards. Limitations apply. All right, so we're going to get to this uh, story in the world of sports. I smell BS, uh, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, a man who always smells the opposite of BS yes it's eddie garcia well thank you very much I how about that, that. eddie a little compliment here no one's ever commented on the radio about how i smell fortunately i guess well you know listen now uh, we've we got to paint the picture for the uh, i've
1: never smelled series. you eddie it smells great
2: i uh, know not many oh, people nice. do lavar i'm yeah. uh, you okay know, i'm in the little news booth over here by myself yeah. and uh
1: you know we generally don't get close enough to to you know what I'm going to fix that. I'm going to start oh. smelling you every day, Eddie. I want to come <laughs> visit you. Get a I'm going to say hello. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well, there's been some people that have worked in that studio who leave food uh, around afterwards uh, and the entire oh. studio smells. Eddie never pulls that. You know, you never oh, okay. And wow. I'm not trying to call anybody out in the air. Here. I mean, he
1: just Looney, did. But, oh, yeah, I'm wow. not
3: trying to. That guy doesn't work here anymore. Yeah. No, so, no.
2: so. <laughs> He's not whip, he's not whipping up protein shakes so in between updates, you know. So, you know. hey, the NBA draft was last night. The Orlando Magic selected forward Paolo Bancaro out of Duke with the number one overall pick. He was one of four Blue Devils selected in this year's first round. At number two, the Oklahoma City Thunder took seven foot center Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga. He was one of three first round picks for Oklahoma City. And with the third pick, the Houston Rockets landed Auburn guard Jabari Smith Jr., who many expected to be the number one overall pick. College football, top high school quarterback Arch Manning, the nephew of Peyton and Eli, announced he's going to attend the University of Texas. In baseball games, note we have the Yankees scoring four in the ninth to walk off with a 7-6 win over the Astros in a battle of the top two teams in the American League. Aaron Judge the hero with an RBI single to win the game. Brewers beat the Cardinals 6-4. Milwaukee moves back into a tie for first in the NL Central with St. Louis. Those two teams split their four-game series. Twins get by the Guardians 1-0. Starting pitcher Devin Smeltzer and three relievers combined on a five-hit shutout and the only run of the game came on a Nick Gordon solo homer. Minnesota avoids being swept in the series, and they move back into a tie with Cleveland for first in the AL Central. Padres lose to the Phillies 6-2, while the Dodgers wrap up a three-game series sweep of the Reds with a 10-5 victory. L.A. reclaim sole possession of first in the NL West. They're one game up on San Diego. And Dansby Swanson did a couple homers for the Braves in their 7-6 win over the Giants. Coming up later on today... We have game number five of the Stanley Cup final. The Colorado Avalanche hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is our Discover card key matchup. And that is brought to you by Discover. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June. On up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations apply. Now back to LeVar Arrington and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios.
3: Thanks, Eddie. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Uh, we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at DollarShaveClub.com or in stores. Uh, Twelve minutes from now, uh, we are going to get into a story about um, somebody in the NFL who, right when you thought they were weird enough, uh, things take another turn. So that'll happen in here uh can, on I, Fox can I ask Radio. a question guys yeah. yeah
1: rambo series or expendables rambo if you had to choose yeah we're going rambo yeah come on berto
4: yeah rambo yeah rambo lee not even a question rambo at
2: I, i've never seen any of the expendable movies so i'll have to go rambo
4: going Rambo
1: yeah all right just that easy I mean you know come on uh, that was that was a bad question
3: no no it's just it's a fair question it's just uh the expendables just sounds like uh you know like a like a super group Rambo's like the actual band you know that's the yeah he's the
1: whole
4: he's the whole yeah
1: I mean you guys you, you guys don't feel like he overdid it with like I feel like he's overdid it with every single movie series that he's had
4: true but there's still some gems in there. Like, it's not all the Rambos are good, but... Okay. Yeah. The first two. All you need is first blood, and I would take that against all the Expendables. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know.
3: I don't and the Rambo that he did years later, which was like 2016, $20, was solid. where everybody got cut in half by a <laughs> Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like the most grotesque, gruesome oh, uh, shoot, shootout movie. Like, Jesus. Like... <laughs>
1: OK, like so that. while we're on while we're on Rocky Balboa, which which one is your favorite Rocky Balboa? Two. Two. Yeah. Against two. against uh, cl- uh, three is Clubber Lang. Yeah. Two Our two, two is the eye uh, of the tiger.
3: Yeah. Great, great, uh, great finish uh, where he beats the count, uh, pulls himself up on the ropes. Spoiler alert, pulls himself against up a, on the ropes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so I would. I would go one or two. I wasn't that crazy really? about four in Russia.
1: Um, I love that's my favorite. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's no. it's a little. That's my favorite. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a little cheesy.
3: Yeah, it's just you if know. you can change. Oh, just and like, I can change. It's just so so political. Everybody oh, can man. change. I mean, there was a
1: lot going on in the world at that yeah, time. Yeah, it's
3: just like how can we work in this storyline to try and get people to rally around the movie? It's just like, come on, dude. Like, uh, say Rocky three. With Clubber Lang. With yeah. Clubber
1: Lang, that's a good one. Yeah. That would be my second. That'd be number two. Yeah. So, no old, so no old man Rockies were your favorites. No.
3: Like Rocky Five, where he's fighting, you know, Tommy Toliver. Morrison
1: in the street. Oh, Tommy like, Morrison. Yeah. What Tommy what Gunn. Like
2: How are the Creed movies? Yeah. I haven't seen any
1: of them. I haven't those. seen any of them. Pretty Solid. It's yeah. good. Yeah.
4: Yeah. They're pretty good. Do yeah. you include that in the conversation, though, when you rank Rocky films? No.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, you have, to, but you have no. to. same character. Well, it
2: didn't take him long to change it's The Same character, either. so you have
1: to. It's just it's a yeah, it's a spin-off. I mean, they do spin off of his, you know, his fallen father, you know, Apollo Creed obviously lost his life in 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 4. You know, and that was another reason why I think that was my favorite cuz that was such a unexpected twist, plot twist. Like I didn't like the fact that that he got killed in the ring. You know, he died in the ring. I just didn't like it, but the James Brown performance was epic. It was amazing. His ring entry, it was a, amazing. You know, Apollo Creed. Uh, he was just—I was a big fan of him. He's awesome. You know, I thought it was a really well done movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey. I mean, his motivation was real motivation to to get you know Ivan Drago. You know.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just. Uh, I don't need
1: the international flavor. Get I was just up trying Philly. to make it. I was just trying to make a good good argument for for four. But I think that a lot of people... It's the best soundtrack of them all, easily, even though Eye of the Tiger is the most epic. You know, the the training montages are phenomenal from there. I still work out to those if I decide to work out. (laughs) If and when I decide to work out.
3: Um, It's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here Fox Sports Radio uh, brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar (laughs) Shave Club six blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Um, All right, so let me just, uh, I want to say this real quick before we get to break because I teased it. Radio Formatics here for uh, for the kids out there. Um, I call BS on what happened at the top of the NBA draft last night. What a bunch of crap that we are being fed by Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, the Orlando Magic. Whoever's behind it is full of crap. So Jabari Smith is projected to be the guy to go number one to Orlando. I mean, the odds would tell you weeks and weeks and weeks of buildup. Jabari Smith is the guy going number one at the draft. And then all of a sudden an hour before, Woj just got a tweet that says, you know, there's some speculation blah blah blah. There could be Paula Bancaro from Duke who could go number 1 and and what do you know? The draft starts and Bancaro ends up going number 1 overall and people are shocked and Jabari Smith has got a look on his face like what the hell just happened? I was thought I thought something out. It's all BS. One of two things happen. actually, let me say one of three things happen. One of three things happen. Either ESPN is so desperate for ratings and for people to give a crap about the NBA draft and their sport that they waited until the final hour to pump up some interest realizing we got a problem here based on some of the ratings and reports on the ratings in the NBA finals so they waited until an hour before and had Woj drop a quote unquote Woj bomb that it could not be Jabari Smith it might be Banker who's going to go number one overall it's either that or Woj is in some sort of cahoots with the Orlando Magic who's been feeding him Uh, information and and letting it throw out there when in reality he knew it was going to happen the entire time because the idea that Woj is going to get duped by the Orlando Magic in the draft the first time maybe in his career he's ever been duped by a team or C option C somebody made some money and we're gambling on Paulo Bancaro behind the scenes because you would have made a significant amount of coin if that were the case I call BS I think it's all shenanigans and somebody needs to get called out for it that pisses me off man did you
1: just drop the mic
3: it just it just pisses no it was a pen oh. uh yeah yeah no, He you can't drop the oh. mic here oh, professionally okay. it's a radio studio you know the uh okay. yeah this is yeah. the uh the stuff here You can't drop this stuff it'll did fall you,
1: apart did you push it out of, oh okay no no don't push okay. it out of the way uh, you're, it, you're in a mood today it, it huh? just, yeah.
3: it, it's it's like people just go oh my god what a what a stunner at the top of the nba draft to who? S- somebody
1: one big, huh? Uh,
3: it's just, it's such BS. And, and, and ESPN and Woj just, just like Woj works for ESPN. So, of course, he's got a vested interest to want to get as many people to watch the product as possible. Nobody cared about yesterday, yesterday's NBA draft. A lot of people didn't even know it was on. Nobody gave a crap. And so what does ESPN do? An hour before, here's what we've got for you. Like, a, There could be a surprise at the top of the draft. And look, what do you know? The surprise ends up happening. Let me
1: ask you a question. In that scenario, if some way, somehow – somebody was around the people that gets that information and they placed a bet. Would anybody ever know?
3: Only if somebody opened their mouth later on. Only if somebody made, said something later on. Uh, only if somebody made a comment later on. And I'm not trying to accuse anybody of gambling on it, but there's a reason why sports books put limits on things like this because it's an information-based bet. And so right. somebody knows something. And so it's like why you see the Heisman odds like a, a couple of years ago when Kyler Murray was in the race for the Heisman, all of a sudden one weekend you came back in and the Heisman odds completely changed because somebody talked to some voters, got an idea for what was going to happen with the Heisman, and they adjusted the line accordingly. Sports
1: but you got to be deep screwed. into it. You got to be deep into it to get that type of information.
3: Yeah. No, it's, I
1: think that's a little bit different than like a draft draft.
3: Yeah a, a, yeah, a draft. I mean, just the idea that Woj didn't know what was going to happen until an hour before the draft is such a bunch of crap. It's right. it's So I just don't buy it for a second. Uh, all right, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, a weirdo in the NFL gets even weirder. Uh, we'll have that for you right here on FSR.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or ever you get your podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, come on. (laughs) Knock me
3: out. Please keep going. It's going to sound great on the podcast.
1: Turn the highway, (laughs) coast to coast, (laughs) easy to get anywhere.
3: It's uh,
1: two on pros and a cup of Joe, Fox you know.
3: Sports Radio, LaVar oh, Arrington, oh, oh. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming Tell up uh, on top of next feel. hour, about 10 minutes from now, uh, we are going to have an update on one of you the fly. big stories in the world of sports, maybe the biggest over the you past several months. Uh, We are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor, which brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores.
0: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you In Case You Missed it. And for that,
3: we turn it over to our executive producer, the great lead,
4: The lap Fellas, we've talked a lot about Dan Snyder this week. Well, a, a story uh, surfaced yesterday uh, from a former employee testifying, uh, his name is David Pockin, that there was a feud between Dan Snyder and uh, Washington Nationals owner, uh, Mr. Lerner. He sold him property for a parking lot. Well, Snyder thought he paid too much. So his way of getting back at him was he had his employee go into his suite and pour milk under the seats so that when his family came in on game day, it smelled like sour milk. (laughs) That is petty.
3: I mean, yeah, but does it work? I would I would think that would work, right? Like if you would have to
1: be sour milk,
4: right? Well, he went in on a non-game day to pour the milk so that it would sour by the time the family came by.
3: Yeah, but some oh, milk. That is horrible. Yeah, but see, that that's maybe poor planning. Because did he look at the date when the milk would expire? That's because, what
1: I'm
4: saying. Yeah. unless
1: it's a really hot environment. Yeah, turn on the heat. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I that you know, I feel like you could have done something better. Like there's, you know, if you, if anybody's ever ding dong ditched
1: before. David Palkin, I know him.
3: Yeah, like, uh, what are your thoughts on Interesting. him? Interested. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just know the name.
3: Got any stories?
1: I know the name. Like, if,
3: if you wanted to prank somebody, wouldn't it be better to throw, like, some sardines in? somewhere
1: yeah like where you get that instant sting yeah. like even though you know it happened you can't get it out
3: Yeah, because also like when somebody sardines has to
1: p- come out
3: yeah and when somebody Bad. has to pick up a sardine now their hands are going to smell uh you know now it's like like I just feel like sardines or throwing like a, a piece of fish in there would have been better than uh throwing but, sour so milk.
1: this was at a Washington football team Th- this was event. at
4: well this was at FedEx Field Lerner had a suite at the at the at the stadium and so, we, so
1: you're gonna jack up your own stadium to get back at. Okay. Alright, hey go ahead. It's and it's more of a subtle way
4: to do it, you know? You could, That's a subtle way? Okay. Yeah. Well you could you could plead ignorance. You could say, I don't know how that smell got there. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I mean, what would you have done to Dan Snyder if you wanted to get even, Lamar?
1: Uh sent him some some. Get taller pills than in the mail.
3: <laughs> that's not nice. Come <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> you, too, can be six foot one. Oh,
3: man. Yeah, uh, yeah listen, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I feel like this. We Are we just scratching the surface on some of the. Uh, feels like more and more of this stuff is coming out. The fact that this guy would feel comfortable enough to drop a story that he threw sour milk. Because that's basically vandalism, right? That's vandalism.
1: On his own establishment. Yeah.
3: Like, so he vandalized himself just because he couldn't stand Dan Snyder. Jeez. Hey, that's your guy. Go Commandos. Oh, wow.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.